Look, we are here to train. We are not here to work out. We are not here to learn. We are here to train and learn forever. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon and college is a sprint. Working out for a month is a sprint. Doing it for the rest of your life and learning and reading books is a marathon. That's what I'm doing. And I am here to tell you that the men that I have dated think I am bonkers, bananas, crazy for investing in myself when it comes to business, self-development, and my brain. Welcome, girls, to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Hey gals, and welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. This one's just for you. You know what? I have been on Instagram, you know, for many years now, and I am having so much fun with these DMs and that you're able to send me a DM and tell me your takeaways from the shows. And what I wanted to do is give a shout out to one of my gals. We've been chatting and she has written a review on Apple Podcasts. And so what I'm going to be doing now at the beginning of the show is reading your reviews, giving you a shout out, letting you know how incredibly grateful I am for you and how much I just love and adore you. This one's for Rosie R on Apple Podcasts and her review is a five-star titled Love! Exclamation mark. I love Joanna's podcast. She is so relatable. I don't believe it was an accident discovering her on Instagram a few months ago. Oh, I love that. I am a transitional period right now and pieces of each episode has contributed to my life. In the last couple of weeks, I have gotten more curious. Oh, I love that about myself and have been asking better questions. It's amazing what hasn't unfolded. The Get Up Girl podcast is the perfect addition to my weekly list of choices. Rosie, thank you so much. I can't even tell you how grateful I am. Thank you. Thank you. So please write a review, five stars and reminder for every star that I get, I am donating $1 to ourrescue.org. They go underground and help rescue children from human trafficking. And I think right now I'm a little over 200 stars. So let's get it up there. I'd love to get it to a thousand stars, donate a thousand bucks, and then just keep going and going and going. And when you review, that helps me and helps you get it out to more people, right? So that more people can hear this message and get curious, like Rosie said, and make stronger choices that will change your life. Let's get into the episode. I titled it today, How Asking for Help Can Move the Needle. And today's episode is all about help and asking for clear help. This was a journey for me in the last few four to five years where I really got curious and I really got clear on what help actually is for me and what it actually looks like. So here's a couple questions to think about. Are you asking for help? 
Are you receiving the help? Are you investing in help? And the last one, I love this one. Are you committed to the help? Look, these are the four things that I came up with that I was like, okay, people think that they're asking or receiving the help yet. Uh, I call BS because what I'm noticing and as I do and I did as well, kind of recovering helper, I'm going to call it a help receiver. And what I realized, and here it goes to the first one, are you asking for help? And what I realized is that I didn't want help because it pissed me off because the story I was telling was that people don't want to help me. Help is dumb because when people give it to you, they don't really want to give it to you. When they help you, uh, they really want something in return. I mean, fill in the story. I had the story about help. So when I had coaches ask me, Joanna, are you asking for help? And I would always, well, most of the time had the story of, yes, I'm asking for help. These people don't want to help me. Screw them. I hate them. Blah, blah. People, people are the enemy. I mean, every story I would come back with my dukes up, ready to fight to explain and defend myself to my coaches. And this is what I got. I was not asking for help. What I was doing was communicating my problems and difficulties to others and expecting them to help me. I'm going to say that one more time. What I was doing was telling people I was communicating. I was letting others know what my problems were. I was letting them know what my difficulties were and then expecting them to help me. That is not asking for help. That is telling people my problems. That is, oh my God, life sucks. I need help with this. Okay, I need help with this is not asking for help. Asking for help is, Susie, I would really like some help with this. Jennifer, and I'm just making up names, right? Jennifer, are you able to help me with this? Rosie, do you have five minutes to help me with this? Do you see the difference of, I need help with this. Okay, that's a cry out. That is not an ask for help. So gals, let's get really clear here. Do not make the assumption that they're the same and then get pissed off and say, people don't help me. And then you write it off about help. Then you go, screw it. I don't need help. I can do this on my own. I'm going to do it faster and better by myself. Let me tell you, when you do it by yourself, you're going to get there slowly. And when you have a team, you're going to get there much faster and easier, easily easier, right? <laughs> Sometimes I make up my own words. Y'all see, you probably already figured that out. That's a little side thing in my, all my clients, they'll make fun of me. They call it the Joanna-isms and the Joanna dictionary. Cause I really, I make up my own diction and my own words and my own sentences. So y'all, sometimes I, I'll, I'll ask like, what word is it, right? That's asking for help. And I would get really mad when people wouldn't help me the way that I expected them to help me. Oh, that's good. Did y'all hear that? I would get angry and mad and pissed off and frustrated when it looked differently than how they helped me, when they didn't help me the way I wanted them to help me. It's like this. I remember being a young girl and I would clean my room. And if I didn't clean my room the way my mom wanted me to clean it or the way she expected me to clean it, she would get angry. And I didn't understand that as a young girl, I thought I was cleaning the room, but I was cleaning the room the way I thought a room should be cleaned. She 
thought I was not cleaning the room because I was not cleaning the room the way she thought it should look like. Right. And this is not a story about moms and daughters and what's right and wrong. What the point I'm trying to make is that we have different expectations of things. So either you get really clear on the expectation or you remove the expectation and just receive whatever help you get and love that because what you get is going to be better than you having to do it on your own and removing that time from your calendar. So I heard this, oh my God, and it changed my business forever because a lot of business owners want to do a lot of things on their own because their story is my employee's not going to do it as great as I am. And here's the thing, gals. What if your employee actually can do it better than you? Are you willing to receive that? Are you willing to receive that your employee or anybody else, if you're not a business owner, can actually do something better than you can? That's a lot of ego right there. And until I realized that, I realized that, oh, I'm actually afraid that they can teach that class better than I can. And when I released that, my business changed and was able to scale and I was able to hire more fitness trainers. This was at my brick and mortar fitness studio because I had this story that, well, the clients are not going to want them. They're only going to want me. And that was such BS right? Oh, I have to train them. They're not going to train like I do. Good. I'm glad they don't train like I do because now people can come and take their class that resonate with them. Not everybody's going to resonate with me. And then with admin work, I thought, okay, well, they're not going to write this email the way I would write it. Or they're not going to communicate with this client the way I would. Good. I don't want a bunch of Joannas out there. I want the essence and the culture of Joanna, but I don't want a bunch of Joannas out there. I want a bunch of individuals out there bringing the culture of the business. So having the culture and training that to your staff, to your team, to your family, to your friends is completely different than having a bunch of clones of you out there. And when I learned that if an employee or a staff or a family member or a boyfriend or a girlfriend or anybody can do it 80% of what you expect, then that is better than you having to do it. Are you willing to receive 80%? Because usually as the business owner, you're going to give a hundred because it's your baby. It's your thing. It's your life. You might have employees that give a hundred percent. I've been in business for a very, very long time. And you are mostly the one that's going to be taking the bullet for things. And you might find those diamonds in the rough that will take the bullets with you. Yet, can you find a teammate, teammates that will go 80% for you? I'll take it. I'll take 80%. And I can train the rest of the 20%. Are you asking for clear help? Second one, are you receiving the help? Ooh, this is a good one. I used to receive help before with my energetic walls and barriers up. I would ask for help. I would get the help. And then I really didn't want the help. Ooh, isn't that interesting? I really didn't want the help because I still wanted to do it. I still needed to feel needed. If somebody helped me and they did it for me, then I wasn't needed anymore, which is such BS. I'm needed somewhere else. I could do something completely different and create a whole new job, something for somebody else to do so that I can now scale and move to something else as the business owner or as a mother, as a wife, as a whatever, fill it in. But if you always feel needed to be there, you are never going to receive help. 
You're going to receive it with your walls up, your barriers up, your arms crossed, the FU energy of I really don't need help. I know you've all seen this before. People that receive help, but they really don't want help. Here's a great example. I explain this to my clients all the time for clients that have a difficulty receiving help or receiving compliments or receiving period. Here's the first exercise I give them for a full week, maybe even a month, but for some of them that are pretty tough, I said for a full week, I want you to say yes to anyone who offers help to you anything. I did this. I still do this till today, but I consciously did it for a week and then a month and then a year. And now I do it all the time. Almost 99.9% of the time I practice this is I say yes to anyone who wants to help me. For example, if I am carrying a box that is like an ounce, it is so light. And somebody walks up to me and says, do you need any help with that? I say yes all the time. I'm walking from my car. Oh, ma'am, do you need help with that? Yes, I do. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. As a matter of fact, yesterday I was driving to Malibu. Oh my gosh. Shout out to Malibu. So gorgeous. Zuma Beach, Leo Carillo Beach. That's where they filmed Karate Kid. Side note. It's It's my favorite spot in the world. And I will drive there every so often to just pull in the energy from earth and to see the change in Malibu from the fires to where it is now. If you're familiar in California, all the fires, this was a couple years ago in Malibu. I digress. I'm going to jump back. And I was stopping to go to the restroom and I can see this guy coming out of the door and I was pretty far. And I can see that he wanted to hold the door open for me. And what I could have done was run there to get there faster so that he didn't have to hold it an extra second for me because I couldn't receive, you know, the time, right? Oh, I don't want him to wait too long for me, so I better run there. Such BS, right? That's like time scarcity, right? He's fine. He can stand there an extra two seconds. It's all good. And I can see that he wanted to hold the door for me. So I walked with my head held high. I stuck my chest out, chin up, and I gave him the biggest smile. Well, a smile underneath my mask, but enough smile that he can tell that I was smiling. And I looked at him in the eye and I said, thank you so much. I really, truly appreciate that. And you can tell that I made his day. Like he made my day. I made his day. We both had a great exchange. We both felt pleasant and lovely. And here's the thing, gals and my fellas, don't touch the door. I'm going to say that one more time. Don't touch the door. Allow somebody to give you a gift without helping them with the gift. When you hold the door, when you touch the door and we girls, I've seen this before. We just like barely touch it. We're not holding it. We just like touch it to let them know I'm helping you. It's BS, BS. Walk up, allow him or her or whomever to hold the door open for you as a gift and receive it fully. Because the moment you touch the door, you are not receiving that gift fully. You are stripping, taking away their gift that they are giving to you and they want to give you something. Now he felt great. I felt great. I did. I walked into the bathroom. I felt like a princess, a queen, like, oh, thank you. Right. Those little exchanges. And I allowed him to hold the door for me. And so I didn't run to the door. If you can hear, those are the church chimes. Beautiful. 
we'll take that in right now. <laughs> Fun times of, of where I record this podcast. So you could tell it's right on the hour. I love it. Bring those chimes in. So reminder, receive a gift fully. Don't receive it a little bit with your walls and barriers up. Next question is, are you investing in health? This is one of my favorites. Oh my gosh. Are you getting all this stuff for free? Stop being a freebie hog. Stop going to YouTube and just going, oh, I'm, I'm studying. I call BS. I call just a lie. Because if you're not investing in yourself, that means that you do not believe that you are worth it. And when I say investing in yourself, are you paying with money, with green or gold or credit card or whatever that money looks like? Are you investing in yourself? Oh, I've seen this so many times. My mom's out there. You will invest in your kids. Yet when it comes to you, you get the peanuts left. Oh, I'm watching a free YouTube video and I'm studying. That's nice. That's a great step. And how much have you invested in yourself? Now, let me tell you a little something. This is not normal in this reality. It is not normal to invest in yourself after college. Here's the BS lies that we are taught. It's okay. It's an investment to go to college for four years and invest a hundred grand. It's okay. And it's good. It's a good investment to invest $250,000 in your college tuition and room and board and et cetera, and et cetera. Nobody looks twice at that. Maybe not nobody. I do. But most of the time people, oh, cool. You're going to college. Nobody asks you, what did you pay for that in college? What did, no, it's just part of you get it. Like, oh, they're going to college. They're probably investing. Now here's the next thing. I invest in myself so much money all the time. And I'm in my forties now, meaning you will notice that people go to college for four years, five years, six, whatever it is. And then they stop learning. Look, we are here to train. We are not here to work out. We are not here to learn. We are here to train and learn forever. This is not a sprint. This is a marathon and college is a sprint. Working out for a month is a sprint. Doing it for the rest of your life and learning and reading books is a marathon. That's what I'm doing. And I am here to tell you that the men that I have dated think I am bonkers, bananas, crazy for investing in myself when it comes to business, self-development in my brain. It's unbelievable that when I tell people how much I invest and I really don't want to, like, I know it's not going to create more, but when they're hounding me and asking me, I tell them. And then to get... The response or responses that I've gotten in return, like, Joanna, you're crazy. Why are you spending that much money? Interesting. College investing, putting it into your brain and your heart and expanding your mind is a cost. I call BS. Invest in yourself. I invest all the time. And look, I do get the freebie stuff. I want to try it out. It's like a buffet. And then I'm here to put my money where my mouth is. Because when you invest, you will actually treat it differently than when it's free. And then here's the next thing. When you invest a little bit, oh, that's nice. You invested $37 in that monthly course. That's nice. Okay, $297. That's nice. Invest $10,000. Invest $40,000. 
and notice what's happening right now as you're listening to it. $40,000 in coaching. Wow. And self development I don't know, but somebody will do $40,000 at USC. And then they still come out just as confused. And then having a quarter life crisis later on and discovering that they don't want to do that anyway. Look, I'm not here to talk down about college. This is not about that. This is about the difference of what's investing. Great. Invest in college. Awesome. And then keep learning. I forget, but I think I read this in a study a couple years ago. I think it's 58%. And again, don't hold me to these numbers, but you know, like I'm a researcher. I love to learn. I love to go on trends and futures and past. And the amount of people that never read a book after high school is like 70 something percent that will never read another book ever again. Okay. Then after college, I think it's like 50 something percent that will never read a book ever again. They go to college for four years. They spend all this money and then they never read another book again. Now, is that investing or a cost? It's up to you. It's your choice of whatever you think it is. I see it as investing in my future. I invest in books. I invest in courses. I invest in coaches. I invest in masterminds. I invest in group coaching. You name it. I don't do this by myself. I ask for help. I used to do it by myself. And let me tell you, oh, I was a very mean gal. I was a very bitchy gal. I was not very kind. And there's a lot of self-development here. And I am developing my brain. I wish they would call it a different word. I wish we can call it something else, self-development, right? It's like working out your abdominals, your biceps. You've got to lift weights and you can't lift weights for 30 days and then expect you to, that you look like JLo for the rest of your life. You've got to do that forever. You lift those weights forever. But look, the fitness people don't want to tell you that. They tell you it takes 30 days. I call BS. We're here to train, but you know what doesn't sell? This is for the rest of your life. People don't want to hear that. They want to hear, oh, 30 days. This is a marathon, girls. This is not a sprint. Are you investing in your help? Look, I'm not here to say, hey, bring out your credit card and start buying stuff. I'm not here to do that. You get what I'm saying. But look, I get really passionate. I get really, ah, uh, because I've seen the freebie people. I've been in this... In, I've been in business for a very long time and you'll have the freebie people that will just never, ever, 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 ever spend $1 on themselves or invest with you or someone else. It doesn't matter. Any free class, any free anything, they will always, always be there. That's nice. Cool. And I love those people. And the ones that put the money where their mouth is actually are the very, very small percent. That's why one to 2% of the population are the slight edge people, are the people that are actually creating wealth and doing different things because they put their money where their mouth is. They invest in themselves. Now, I'm also going to say this, gals, it's not just with money. It's with time. It's with energy. It's with thoughts. It's with love. It's with care that you invest in this because once you invest with money, you also invest your time. You invest your curiosity. You invest other things in order to get better at that because you can invest your money and then never spend any time and never watch those videos and, or ever go to the group coaching calls and you can say it didn't work. Well, it didn't work because just by bringing out your credit card doesn't change it. So 
Are you invested in yourself? And last one, before we put a big bow on this, are you committed to the help? It's going back to, are you committed forever, for life? I'm not going to say forever. I want to say for life, right? Until your last breath. Are you committed? If you think this is 30 days, cool, have fun, try it out. And yes, it could be a marathon. You could try it out and you could say, you know what? I'm not a committed person. I've met many, many people that say I'm not committed. Cool. But I, I'm calling BS on the ones that say, yes, I want it. I'm committed. And then yet you're not committed. So when you get that help, are you committed to receiving the help? Are you committed to investing in the help? Are you committed to actually following through and saying, I'm committed to receiving this help? As I was walking towards that door and that gentleman holding it for me, I was committed. I was committed to give him a smile, to walk through with my chest held high and say, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. And send a big heartfelt smile and hug, energetic hug to him. I was committed. So gals, let's go through those four one more time. Those four questions. This is a good one. Ooh, I feel really riled up today. I think I was on something. Are you asking for help? Are you receiving the help? Are you investing in help? And are you committed to help? Please, I send you out into this week. And even if you can just do one thing, see if you can allow somebody to hold the door open for you and just walk through. And if you want a next thing, see if you can receive help from anyone who offers it to you, anything, even if you don't need the help. If you're holding something and somebody says, can I help you with that? And you don't really need help because it's so light. Say yes, because this is a muscle that we are building, receiving help, receiving period. We are taught to put up our walls and barriers and we don't need anybody. I can do this for myself. Cool. You can do it for yourself and you're going to get there faster and meet more people and feel better about yourself and have fun and smile when people offer you help because you make new friends, you talk, you have pleasant exchanges, and now you feel good. They feel good and you feel good. And when somebody is giving you something, when somebody is gifting you something, they want to give it to you. That's like if you had a birthday and I brought you a present and you told me, you don't have to give me a present, take it back. And I'm going, I bought this present for you. That is the same thing of denying somebody when they want to hold the door open for you. They want to give you a gift as simple as holding the door open for you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you so much. Ooh, I think that was pretty loud. <laughs> I got so excited. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am in awe of all of you. I just hit over a thousand downloads in three weeks. I am excited. How can we get to even more downloads so that more gals and my fellas, 25% of you are fellas out there listening and I honor and love you for listening. And how can we get this to more people to listen? Well, it's by having more downloads and by sharing, reviewing and subscribing and taking a screenshot, putting it up on your DMs, excuse me, on your stories on Instagram and letting others know about this show. And I appreciate you. I love you and have a great weekend. You got this and girls, remember to get back up. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.